Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it, for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, Taylor at Vaco, V-A-C-O.com is how to get in touch with me, old fashioned email, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. Give the people what they want and why they're here for. Who are you and what do you do? Uh, start from the beginning. I was yeah. born back before. in 19. 19- uh, yeah. Born and raised in Oklahoma. My mom is a native of the Island of Guam. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's a Chamorro. That's so awesome. I'm a Chamorro. Um, went to college in Nashville and then uh, went to law school back in Oklahoma. Uh, and while there, started coding. So this was the late 90s dot coms happening. This whole internet thing is becoming something. Uh, graduated from law school, but... Uh, didn't want to do law. So, uh, dot com in Dallas, uh, said, Hey, they flew me down. I had a 20 minute interview. I wrote about 10 lines of HTML and they gave me a job (laughs) just like that. A very high paying job with lots of fun stuff. Cause man, they spent money back in those days, had the latest and greatest of everything. Yeah, uh, and then the bubble crashed, and had our first kid, and we moved to Nashville, and I joined a company here, uh, and man, then, and this is some of the stuff we'll get into is uh, soon after coming here again, the economy was kind of going down, and I got laid off by this company, uh, and I went to practice law for about ten years, and then. I was finally done with that. And this company came back to me and I was like, man, I I haven't coded in 10 years. I mean, I have not coded in 10 years. And, and this is one of my big things is never burn bridges is, Mm -hmm. uh, the, my former manager who was now a director, he said, Hey, we know you can code, but the more important thing is we know what kind of employee you are. Mm. And so he's like, we'll bring you on. It took me six months to get back on that horse though. I yeah. mean, I was drowning, but uh, I fin- eventually got there, and now I've been back for ten years. I love that. Last month, yeah. So Stacy and I were chit chatting off air. We we were kind of talking about what we want to talk about, and Stacy said something. He goes, "It's okay to stay somewhere," and I was like, "Ah, that's the title of the show." And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to kind of little juxtaposition here, where we're going to talk about Stacy's longevity with his current job and. We don't see that that often. So I want to talk about, especially the mental side of things of, of that. And then we're also going to talk about Stacy's daughter who just got a job in tech. We're going to talk about being a, being a father, being a, you know, a two and a half year old myself, baby girl who I have, you know, how do you encourage, especially from a career perspective, 
So, so I, I, I want to start out kind of with, with the main title. It's okay to stay somewhere. What's, what's been your motive for staying at the same place for the last 10 years? Cause I mean, really now more than ever, it's, it, it's a little unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's crazy is where I'm at. I'm actually, there's folks that have been there twice as long as I have some of them close to 30 years. And Crazy. these are developers. These are, right. these are coders. These are, and I mean, you take on different roles when you go that long. Sure. Um, and you, and you know, there's always kind of a fork in the road. Do you want to start doing management or not? Uh, most of us choose not. Um, it's usually someone's falling on their sword if they choose management. Right. Um, and, uh, but, you know, you take on DevOps roles, they come and ask you, you know, I need you to work on this for three months. What, what you eventually learn, everyone on like tech Twitter, it's always worried about, well, what about this stack? What about this language? What about that? Honestly, after a while, a programming language is a programming language. Right. Um, you know, it doesn't take you long to figure out the syntax and it's a bunch of conditional statements sure. and you can fall through it and you can figure it out. Um, the, the, so when, when we were there at, we've always been at this building since the 90th, even before I was there, like in 93, our company went in this building, had, had the whole building at one point. And then when I came back, Eventually, this company named Vaco showed up at the building, and man, would they throw these big parties and whatnot. Uh, and and being anywhere, any tech, just like we're all going through right now, we're seeing layoffs, and my company's had layoffs, and everybody's had layoffs. Um, and so you get a little jittery, and you sometimes sure. wonder, should I jump or not? And I remember going to a career panel at like, I think it was the .NET group or something. Yeah, yeah. And Scott was there. Yeah. Uh, you know, big VP in your 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 corporation. Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. everyone said, everybody who's anybody who wants a job who has a job knows Scott. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna meet Scott. So I yeah. met Scott, and Scott's like, you know what? <laughs> I don't really do that anymore. He's like, I've advanced to the point that I don't do those kind of things. But right. hey, meet my buddy Taylor. And that's when I met Taylor, and that yeah. that was that was right at the beginning of 2017, and yep. pretty much been at it since. Um, but what what keeps me, you know, it's it's the work, and and quite honestly, it's the people I work with. Um, if that were miserable, I think I would leave. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I think I would, but what, but what is it? So I'm, I'm curious though. Right. I mean, yeah, the people I get for sure, but like, what is the company done? Right. Cause I'm kind of thinking that from the other side, right? Like, like if some hiring manager sees this now or in the future and goes, man, Stacy, like what it, we, we want a company like you're at where we have our employees stay for 10 years. Like, can you list some things out specifically that your company you work for is done? And then what, and then what, what is it called now? Uh, Alvaria. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We do call center software. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that the amazing thing is you run across lots of long-term employees at this company and, yeah. and it's, everybody loves working together is the pay the best, eh, you know, but I, I have a feeling a lot of people will say that, um, the, the hours are for the most part really great. Uh, 
The vacation time is amazing. And one of the things that I've always run across is they want you to take your vacation. Like, what, what, what does a PTO policy look like with where you're at right now? Well, so they, you know, they did the whole unlimited thing, which, sure, okay. which I mean, I can get into why that's a good and bad thing. Well, why it's a bad thing for the employees, but why, why do you, why, why do you think it's a bad thing? for the employees? It's, it's, it's all just a money thing, right? It's, it's so they can get the debt off their books. Um, because okay. before when you earn PTO, you accrued it. And if they laid you off, if you left or whatever, they owed you that money. So it, it, on the accounting, it was always a debt. And gotcha. so now there's no longer a debt that accrues there. Gotcha. Um, and so, but I had already gotten a bunch of seniority. So, I mean, sure. Uh, you know, I, I get like five weeks off or something. Nice. Here. nice. And, and they want you, you know, it's like, Hey, you, you haven't been taking your time. You need to take your time. Um, so I just follow my previous PTO, but that's, that's a lot of PTO that if I go anywhere else, I'm not going, sure. you know, no one's going to match that. Um, how does, how does your company encourage you? Cause I'm always interested on, on, on what managers do right on, on a manager level to encourage their folks to take time off. You know, the, so the director that brought me back, he ended up retiring. That's the thing. I've seen a lot of people retire. I, I mean, listen, job. that is a. <laughs> <laughs> that's a That's rare a thing in tech. Man. Yeah. And, uh, and he, that was back in the day when, which wasn't that many years ago, but you would accrue, um, and they would actually sit there and look at it and they, you get an email and they'd be like, Hey, you got this many day, you know, come November or October, they'd be like, you have this many days left. Yeah. You need to make sure you slot that somewhere. And it's like, you know, that's, I like that. that. Yeah. You know, making sure that you used your days. Yeah. Um, so, and now uh, there, it's more of a feel thing. And, and sure. we'll even look out for each other. Like, I'll be like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll and in my one-on-one -on -one with my manager, I'll be like, you know, dude over here, he right. hasn't been taking his time. Like, we need to make sure he's taking his time because we don't want each other to leave. I love that. I love that. Um, what? let me ask you this talk about um so obviously the pto the people um is there anything else kind of interesting that that y'all's company have has done um maybe even since the pandemic to pivot to to, to give more um i guess stability to developers to keep y'all there well we're all work from home now because um, you were all on site right we were on site, but here's the interesting thing is I work for my, my scrum team. Yeah. Um, and we're about like, I guess, 13 total. And that includes dev and, uh, quality assurance. Um, and we're international. Uh, and so a lot of my team is in Ireland. Okay. Uh, I have a, I have a, a and I, I, I call them friends because that's what they are. I mean, we've been working together for 10 years. You know, I got a friend in Greece. Um, uh, we kind of have some folks come and go from India. I think okay. our document guy right now is from India, but we had uh, we had some for quality assurance for a while. And then we had some um, for dev. That was quite yeah. a while ago. And so that's an interesting aspect because we kind of do that whole chase the sun while we develop. So um, we have our stand up in the morning 
and it's their afternoon. And so we collaborate a lot in our morning. Um, and, and by doing that, uh, by my afternoon, they've gone to bed or whatever they're doing their evening activities and they've signed off. And then I make sure all my stuff is kind of put away by the end of my day so that they can pick it up in the morning. Um, and so, but we've been doing that. I mean, since the beginning last 10 years, I mean, it's been a global type team. It's pretty neat. I love that. Um, well let's, so let's pivot a little bit into, so obviously that's, what's kept you there and the longevity that you've been there. Well, let me ask you this before we pivot, before we pivot, what, what's your biggest advice for folks, um, in their career, um, especially around tenure and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, everyone's kind of afraid it's kind of a, it's okay to stay. Um, folks get afraid that, you know, well, if I don't, leave after three years, then, you know, then it looks like uh, I've been there too long. You know, as long as you're learning, as long as you're enjoying your job, um, you know, you had somebody interview recently where they said they were marking off days on a physical calendar. And when it went beyond, when, when they marked off the days they didn't like, went beyond the days that they did, it was time to start looking. And quite honestly, I, I don't mark any days off. Um, that, that meant a lot. And I, I've, I've, that advice I've given to a lot of people since I watched that uh, interview you did. But yeah, it, it's, you don't have to jump. Um, you can learn within your own. You can be active. You can say, well, I want to take more leadership role or more. Th- this project comes up. So you take on that project. Like coming up, they're gonna, about to have me do something called Firebase. I I don't know what Firebase is, but they, they need me to do something in it. And it's, right. you know, I guess, a newer technology. Um, so, you know, there's always things to learn from. Um, I as you get older, things change as well. So when I talk to my daughter, who's going to just be entering the tech world, one of my things is she, she's worried sometimes about pay. Oh, well, they, they don't, they pay this or they don't pay that. And I'm like, don't worry about pay. I said, you need to learn, learn, you need to worry about learning. Hmm. And once you're not learning at that, you know, kind of early stage, well, then you might need to move on. Um, but as long as you're learning and the other thing is I tell her, go in the office. She said, they kind of do a little bit of a hybrid. I said, well, you go in the office, even on the hybrid days. And if there's nobody there, then that's fine to stay home. But otherwise you kind of need to build the relationship. Why do you think it's important, especially starting your career to be in the office? Cause I know there's been in different takes on this for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we, I mean, we've built our relationships and, and I've built the relationships with the folks in Ireland. And, you know, obviously that is not uh, in person, um, but, you know, lots of pair programming happens in the office. And, yeah. and I find that important. Uh, now, again, if work from home, you can do that. Uh, you just have to make sure your seniors are willing to uh, kind of step up and, and reach out to the, to the people learning and be like, let's pair program on this issue on this bug. Let's work through this. Um, but yeah, as I've gotten older, you know, my priorities have changed. My number one priority is now work from home. Um, my number two priority. 
in that in this with... yes in my costco reclining chair uh, there's another ad right there um uh my number two's vacation number three would be the team and number four would finally be pay so, so, pay. I, so i'm gonna interrupt you here a few things right a few things one you know exactly your priority list yes right and 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 so i've talked to a lot of folks a lot of folks lately i'm unhappy Right. And, and I'm going to kind of like pivot a little bit. Right. So, you know, you're four to keep you there. And, and I'm going to go with Anna's comment too. I talked with a lot of people. I tell them, are, are the issues you're experiencing an industry issue or an organizational issue? Right. So your manager's quitting. Great. That shit happens all the time. That is an industry issue. That's not an organizational issue. Oh, well, so and so like, well, we can't get the budget to do this. That's an organizational issue, but that's also an industry issue, right? Budget yeah. is, is a thing that everyone deals with. And my thing is, is if, if you have more organizational issues than industrial issues, industry issues, then maybe look to leave. But I think a lot of times so many people are in a good spot and they, they don't understand that the things they deal with, you're going to deal with anywhere. Right. You're 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 gonna have managers leave after two years. You're 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 gonna get bounced around on projects. You may not be working on the sexiest thing right now. You're probably not gonna work on the sexiest thing if you go to another company immediately. Right. And so it's knowing those things. So I want to give you props and I want to overemphasize that now here's the deal. Stacy said himself, he says, I'm at a different you said I don't know if he said season, but you're at a different point in my life right now. Oh. He's at a different season, <laughs> right? Where he Stacy would rather sit in his his comfy chair with his with his slippers and and work with good people and that's wonderful. Now you're probably thinking, well, I don't need the comfy chair and I don't need to work. Then that's that, that's great, right? You need to know what you want before you go out looking for a job. So I didn't know if you had any more thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole grass isn't greener, right? right. I mean, the, that's that's the old old saying grass and greener. And, and I think that just, that always holds true. And I think you have to have that priority list. I mean, is there some org stuff that I could dirty laundry? Of course, but I'm not, sure. I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to put that out on the line, uh, especially in a public forum, but you know, but does it affect me all that much? No, it's just right. something around water cooler talk that I might complain about. Right. But it, my everyday work environment, no. You know, I have my task on the board and I work them and, and, and I have my teammates that help me out if I need it or I help them out. And, and uh, you know, a lot of those org things really don't affect you. They affect you in the way that like Twitter issues affect you. Correct. You get worked up, and at the end of the day, did it did it really affect what you did from nine to five? No, no it didn't. I want to go. I want to go to this question real quick from Alex. Alex goes: Are there any signs you can look for to find companies with staying power? So obviously, any companies out there that that you could stay at, or are there some key indicators, Stacy, that you think on like an interview stage you could look in? You could look at. I mean, I would think you tenure. Could, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you just ask like. You know, I, I kind of have the viewpoint of coming onto a scrum team and, and, and that's what I've been working on for, for 10 years. But uh, how long have the members been on there? How long has the manager been there? Um, 
I mean, for me, it anything you know, than you, anything more than two years, I think is great. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, I could pick, uh, you know, very quickly, uh, five people just in this uh, Nashville area and out of my office that have been there for over 20 years. It's crazy, you so know, crazy. and so it's it's amazing, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Emmett comes in here and goes, ask during the interview, ask about how long employees stay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I love that. I love that. Um, I think the, the this 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 LinkedIn user says only, uh, Jonathan, is this you again? Only reason I've ever left a role is that I'm not contributing more than I take from the role. That's that's from a management point of view. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Again, totally agree. I think, I, I think you got to find your truth. But at the end of the day, I, I, I still go back to it as an industry issue. Will this happen to me in any company I'm at? If the answer is yes, then you don't need to leave for that issue. If there is an issue that happens currently in your organization that will not fix, no matter how hard you try, then that is something that you need to look at to go out. Yeah, this is the other thing. I wouldn't look you know, for your job to fulfill your life. Um, you really need to do things outside it. Because you're the second or third developer I've had on this in the last week that has said something like that. Yes. And, and here's the thing, like I've done some, you know, I mean, right now, right. I, I mean, it, w the software we work on is very important. Uh, it's very important to our customers. You know, it's pretty much, gosh, three quarters of the fortune 50, every company you've ever heard right. of, every tech company you've ever heard of are pretty much our customers. Um, but you know, it, I, I always say, you know, it's just, if people are getting upset, I'm like, it's call center software. It'll be okay. Uh, we'll, we'll figure this out. Um, you know, and I've worked like when I did law stuff, you know, I started, I was all purely representing indigent folks that were dealing with domestic violence. You know, that's very much like, oh my gosh, I, I'm kind of saving the world. But after a while, even that becomes you know, I don't want to say a job, but it does become a job. Um, and then I was a prosecutor for a long time. So it's like, you know, you're kind of wearing this cape, but after a while that becomes a job. And, and I think at those times I was kind of using my job to fulfill my life and, mm. and give it purpose. And then I started to realize everything I went to, you know, I'm not saying don't go do those things. I'm not saying those things aren't important. I'm not saying don't go join the Peace Corps. I think that would be right. awesome. Right. But after a while, even at the Peace Corps, you're probably going to be like, this is a job and, you know, I need to have Correct. a life outside of that. So a hundred percent, but so don't quiet we... quit. Don't quiet quit. Whatever that is, whatever that quiet quit thing is that, that, Get out of here that, you know, you're being paid to do a job and you do that job. That's right. my thing. They're always like, well, why do you, well, I, you know, I have a relationship with my company. I show up, and I do hard work because they pay me money to do it. They don't have to like give me ping pong and free coffee for me to do it. They they, yeah. they get every two weeks they give me my incentive to do that. Yeah, so absolutely. So as we wrap up here, because I have a hard stop here in five minutes. Um, you want to talk about your daughter real quick and just some advice um, that 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 you've given her throughout her job search, kind of breaking into tech. Yes. Well, one of them was. Uh, for the interview. So I, I haven't ever had to do a tech interview. Um, and they terrify me. Um, and she has, and she's done the Amazon thing. And one of the things, the best things I did was 
I hired somebody to help her do interview prep. And that hire was Taylor. So this is like the third ad. We did uh, light rings and Costco recliner and interview prep. Uh, Taylor does interview prep and it, it was awesome. And she said it made the biggest difference. And, um, and she, she knocked it out of the park on where she's well, and, going. And, 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 you know, all, and, and, and I appreciate those kind words. Um, but you know, the one thing we worked on the most out of the hour we had, I think like 40 minutes of it was just her telling me about herself and figuring right. that out. Yes. Because I was, I was like, I was like, I was like, tell me about yourself. And she couldn't, she couldn't. And, 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 and that is what we worked on. And she literally says, she goes, she, she messaged me after one of her interviews. I don't know if it was cap one or it was another one. And she goes, literally, she goes, I had so much more confidence because I nailed the about me question where the rest of the interview, I felt great. There you go. Which yeah. was awesome. Which was awesome. So, and I, okay. So before we go, cause I, I, I have some questions. I don't, I don't, I, one of them is your new role. It kind of com confused me, worried me that you wouldn't be there for me when it, hopefully I never need your services. Right. Right. <laughs> and, no, and no, I've no, always I'm, said I'm, that. I'm very, yeah, yeah. I'm very hands-on still. Um, so yeah, for those of you who, who know or don't know, so I moved into kind of a new position start of the year. Um, I'm heading up our entire global solutions um, technology division. And basically the way it works is, is, is if, you know, Stacey, if you and I were to work together, what I would do is I'd get you connected with somebody on my team. And so that we can be your eyes and ears. I am just not in the day to day anymore in terms of like sending job descriptions out. Um, but, but for me, if you work with me, if you want to work with me, you work with my team and I'm going to be there along the way, kind of like at a 30,000 foot view, making sure that you're getting taken care of. All right. Now more fun stuff. How many horses do you have? And are they all your horses or do you stable them? Great. For folks? I've never asked somebody to be on my podcast and me finish out the interview. Um, uh, so my wife grew up riding. And she has about at home, I think like in Bowling Green, like 10 or so. Um, and then we have four on our property right now and then another two in training. So we, wow. yeah, we have a lot of them. <laughs> and then the other thing, if you could have your, your real dream job, I know this is your dream job, but your real dream job, would it be a rock star or a professional hockey player? That's a great question. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I think, man, you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually hesitating on that. Cause I've never had somebody ask me those two options. Um, Cause you did, I, you did music. I you're, did. You're I a did. starving artist. I was a starving artist. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I honestly, the, the allure of, um, I love traveling and both have a travel component. If, if I were to pick, I'd probably say, um, a tour musician. Um, because that's just, I was, I was, that's just what I was really good at. I was, I was always really, really good, um, at playing the drums. And so, um, that's what I would do. Um, all right. Last question I want to ask you, that was great. But last question I want to ask you and we'll wrap up. This show is called guidance counselor 2.0 for a reason, right? We had guidance counselors in high school, middle school, and college, but now as adults, not so much. What would be your biggest piece of career advice for your younger self or even just your daughter too? Yeah, and I think I kind of covered it a little bit, uh, and I, I kind I, I kind of prepped this one, um, and that's to not look for work to fulfill you. Um, mm, you yeah. know that that being wealthy, having money, it th there's a wealth of 
wealth to life. Um, mm. And if all it is is money, then then so be it. But here's my thing. Be in contact with family and friends. Go visit them. Sometimes mm. they're not going to visit you. Sometimes they're not going to reach out to you. I put my friends' birthdays on my calendar, and that's always an excuse at least once a year to text them, say what's going on, send them a picture of my family. Um, you know, I make the effort to go visit them. Um, you know, do do that. Just just stay in contact with family and friends, um, especially the close ones, because because in the end, that's you. That's what will matter. It, it, it really that. will as you get older. I love that. I love that. All right, y'all. Uh, Stacy, oh, never yes. hoard knowledge. Whatever knowledge you have, pass it on. You're, you, we're all expendable. We are. I've seen. I've seen our biggest architects retire, and we thought, "Oh my gosh, what will we do?" And you know, Monday came, and we just moved on. Yeah. So, so share your knowledge with your teammates. Really, do. I love that. I love that. All right, y'all. Well, Stacy, thank you. Stay on real quick as I end it, so I can say bye to you. But thank you all for hanging out with us this morning. We appreciate it. Um, go connect with Stacy on LinkedIn. He's also on Twitter. Um, and uh, tomorrow, I will be live uh, with my team. So tomorrow I'm, I'm, I'm on, a, uh, I'll be live with my two managers, Nate and Joseph. Uh, they're amazing individuals. Um, and you'll get to see and hear a little bit about what we're doing with my team. Um, so again, y'all have a great one. Stacy. thank you again, my friend. I appreciate you a ton thank and uh, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode and I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes and I myself, rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me, taylor at vaco.com or at tdesson on all social media handles. And I hope you have a fantastic day.